This is a download from the BBC. To find out more and our terms of use, go to bbcworldservice.com slash podcasts. This is Tim Franks with NewsHour recorded on the 17th of December at 21 hours GMT. Coming up, President Obama calls it the most significant change to U.S.-Cuba relations in 50 years. I've instructed Secretary Kerry to immediately begin discussions with Cuba to re-establish diplomatic relations that have been severed since January of 1961. Republicans call it a concession to tyranny. This president has proven today that his foreign policy is more than just naive. It is willfully ignorant of the way the world truly works. We'll look at how the shift happened and what it will mean for the region. Also, one day on from the massacre of the children in Peshawar. We are deeply grieved. We are angered as a nation. This is a national tragedy. You're listening to the BBC World Service. This is News Hour with me, Tim Franks, live in London. And we have one major story which we'll be devo- devoting most of the programme to. It began about four and a half hours ago, 11.31 Eastern Standard Time. And that was when the Associated Press Agency put out this news flash: Alan Gross, American freed after five years in Cuban prison, arrives in the US, walks from plane. It was a big moment in a day littered with big moments because they were all pointing to a potentially huge diplomatic shift in the Western Hemisphere. The US and Cuba have announced moves to normalise relations 53 years after they were broken. In this programme, we'll plot those moves and examine the implications, not just in Cuba and the US, but across the region. The day began with news of simultaneous prisoner releases of the American, Alan Gross, who travelled to Cuba in 2009, a contractor for the US government's development development agency, USAID. He'd brought communications equipment with him in an effort to improve internet connections. The Cuban authorities accused him of fomenting dissent and in the end sentenced him to 15 years in jail. Today, he was flown back to the US in the company of three American congressmen. Then came the announcement that Havana had freed an unnamed intelligence officer who'd been in jail for two decades. President Obama would later call him one of the U.S.'s most important agents ever in Cuba. At the same time, Washington released three Cuban prisoners who themselves were serving long sentences for espionage. That was the start of the choreography. Then came simultaneous press conferences from the Cuban and the American presidents. We'll begin in the White House and Barack Obama's announcement that the U.S. would reopen an embassy in Havana. I've instructed Secretary Kerry to immediately begin discussions with Cuba to re-establish diplomatic relations that have been severed.